Peace and blessings. Welcome to the Send In Thou Shalt Not Pray. I am your hostess, the Real First Lady. On this show, we will have controversial discussions relating to spirituality, relationships, and our one-on-one relationship with God. On this episode, SNM 101, Lose Control, I will be using 2 Corinthians 12 and 7 to help you to understand SNM and finding pleasure in the pain, which is essential in these times of uncertainty. And you will be more confident with your personal relationship with God. For more information about me, visit my website, goingpublic.live. Email me at therealfirstlady at gmail.com. Don't forget, leave a review, good or bad. Like, follow, and share. Let's get in this. To keep me from becoming conceited because of these surpassingly great revelations, there was given me a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. 2 Corinthians 12. 7 through 10. Welcome back. And if this is your first time, I welcome you. Thank you for listening and sticking with me and being by my side all this way. And uh, it just gets better from here. But I want to get right into it. I was reading an article by the Christian Post. And I will, of course, provide the link. But there are possible mass graves. Up to 9,000 bodies were discovered in Ukraine. This is the biggest war crime of the 21st century. And Putin is the one who is destroying Ukrainians. He's already killed tens of thousands of civilians and so that requires a strong reaction from the entire civilized world civilized world because the genocide needs to stop Russian troops collected corpse from the streets transported them to nearby villages on trucks and secretly 
throw them into mass graves. And they're concealing the evidence of their crime by creating these graves. And they say that they dig a hole 30 meters wide and just throw people in. Just throw people in. Loved ones, just throw them in. They say that there there has been like about 200 new graves, new graves that started to appear. And this is according to NBC News. They say the graves are aligned in four sections of linear rows about 280 feet long graves. So the mission of Jesus must continue. It's the same thing over and over and over again. The Ukrainians are Christians. So if the pandemic has taught us anything, it should be to be aware more of our human limitations, which we know are extremely limited. We know because of the COVID, how it has wiped a lot of people's lives out. The mission of Jesus must continue. We can't even imagine how much broader of a view he has than we do. Because he's on a whole totally different level. So we have to give respect to that. So in regards to equality, we are all subjected to suffering. It's a necessary evil. They're thorns. I want to point out a few benefits of thorns, pain and suffering. So what is pain? And generally, it's a term that describes an uncomfortable sensation, an activation of the nervous system, signaling that something might be wrong. It's in the mind or it's in the body. It could be only in your mind and not in the body. People respond to pain differently. Some people have a high tolerance for pain. Some others have low tolerance. I, I, I feel I'm in between somewhere. But pain is subjective. But it could be recommending a change. A lifestyle change, perhaps. 
On the other hand, pain can be pleasurable. It can be exquisite. It can hurt so good because it releases endorphins, which is a natural feel-good chemical. And in large doses is more potent than morphine. It can relieve pain or induce feelings of pleasure. So some people are seeking pleasure in pain because sometimes that's better than being numb or not feeling anything at all. They want to feel some adrenaline some people may be thrill seekers because they want to feel a rush. So with this episode, S&M, I'm not talking about the sadism and masochism, the slave and master as we all have come to know from Fifty Shades of Grey. That's self-exaltation by preying on someone else for power. And control, basically, which breeds corruption. And that's the reason why you have to have safe words. It can get out of control. So whether you are in the natural sense of S&M or the supernatural it boils down to trust and submission. And the only control that you have is of your experience and your interpretation of that experience. It's about giving up control, feeling vulnerable and open, surrendering. When you surrender, it gives you access to emotions that you might find to be hard to access otherwise. So people that have like a type A personality, uh, bosses, uh, demanding people, intense control freaks, most people, not all, but most people, they want something or someone to control. And the most erotic experience that you will ever have is when you learn S&M, but of the spiritual kind. The S&M that I'm talking about is a surrender and modify. We have to submit to God with respect. We have to submit to his commands. We do. We might object to it. And I've objected many times. And my grandma told me, what? You say what? Mm-mm. We find excuses for our disobedience, but until we unreservedly, unreserved, 
submit to God with no reservations. If we don't do that, he will simply just treat us like we're rebels going against his authority. You'll feel it. The consequences, though, of submitting to God is peace in the world. Christians and human beings and average citizens struggle with any kind of authority. You don't want to stop at the stoplight. You don't want to... Uh, do what you're supposed to do. You break the rules in school and everywhere else. We don't want to submit to authority. But submitting to someone who willingly laid down their life, who's not a tyrant or who forces us to submit, uh-uh, not that one but recommends that we abandon our own will, our own affections, our own needs, and our own human desires. He knows what's best for us, but you got to trust him. He said, my grace, my grace is sufficient for you. He said that his power is made perfect when we succumb. So the secret to the Christian life really is to die to self and live for the sake of Christ. Any weaknesses in our flesh will serve to bring God more glory. In Acts, the 20th chapter, 24th verse, it says, this is what Paul said. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord has given me. The task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Grace. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. It's not for the rich people. It's not for the upper echelon. It's not for the wealthy. It's not for the intellectual. It cannot be sanitized like they want to try to make you think when you show up at church on a Sunday. Grace is messy. It's offensive. It misses church. That's right. We can't expect God to turn us into some prefabricated plastic Christian people. 
when you come out of church on a Sunday. No, it don't work like that. It really doesn't. It don't work like that. Grace. We have to bow down to grace. Wealth. That's not sufficient. That goes up and down. Health. That's not sufficient. That goes up and down. Your mood. It goes up and down. Your name and your fame goes up and down. Power, as we can see, it goes up and down. People fight for it. The temperature, dump up and down. Life, it's up and down. It's the most unpredictable thing of nature. What goes up must come down. It's gravity. It's the force of gravity. You have to return down to the ground. So, if we conform to just the basic moral standards by just showing integrity, fairness, or anything else that's associated with moral uprightness. There are times when you will have a drop in a status or condition such as myself. But I want to share with you a quote from Abraham Lincoln. He once said, we can complain because rose bushes have thorns or rejoice because thorn bushes have roses. So if we could just learn to put the true value on the thorns that we come across in life, we could actually become that rose, so to speak, that we were designed by God to be, not designed by ourselves. Thorns on roses shade and insulate and it protects it from extreme temperatures. Thorns are actually modified branches. Some are soft, some are sharp and hard, but roses have thorns to protect itself. From bugs, deer, rabbit, and apparently human beings, we love them too. But thorns are a crucial part of survival for the rose. A thorn in our side in our life can be insults, as the scriptures say, hardships, difficulties. Those are some examples. 
but thorns are critical for us as well to give us the maximum chance of survival. All species struggle to survive. We know that. That's the reason why roses and thorns are a great pairing. The Chinese people say that thorns defend roses. I like that. But we as Christians and human beings, we have become abusers. We abuse God's grace. That's sadistic. That's masochistic. We grieve the Holy Spirit. We really do. But when I speak about S&M, I mean succumbing, submitting, surrendering. Paul boasted of his afflictions because of the gospel. That's what he boasted about, his afflictions because of the gospel. But most of us, our thorns are self-inflicted, rebellion. Rebellion as children of God. But thorns are nature's way of setting roadblocks, a detour, a deterrent, so to speak, to go in a different direction, which brings me to modify. It's time to make adjustments. It's time to make corrections. In other words, a change needs to happen. Paul said, if it is necessary for me to boast and brag about anything, I will boast of what pertains to my weakness. You got to take a clue here because as we can see in this economy with Ukraine, the wheat, the flour and everything, there's a, there's, there's a struggle for power and control. It weakens their economy when there's war. But in God's economy, though, it's a different currency. When we are weak in our strength, our human carnal limited strength, then that's when we become strong in the Lord. When you're despised by the world, we're esteemed. By the Lord. When we're humbled. Before the Lord. He. Exhausts. And when we suffer for the right reason. Then we can be joyful. So then. In him. When we are weak. That is when we are 
strong, succumbing Grace is a currency. It saves, it redeems, it forgives, it justifies, it strengthens. It's a source of eternal comfort for us. Grace, eternal comfort. We can trust him. We have to remember now, this is important because I, I, you know, I get on my high horses, but we have to accept our share of the suffering. We just had Resurrection Sunday. And if we go through all of the stuff that we go through for that, we have to remember that there are false teachers who are claiming to be apostles. They are no Apostle Pauls. They are promoting their own agenda. Health, wealth, prosperity, you know the drill, which actually discredits the truth of grace. Thorns are given to us by God. Make no mistake about it. It helps us from getting a big head, getting conceited. The Bible says a man that thinks that he is something when he is nothing is fooling himself. Thorns are uncomfortable and they feel torturous but it's meant to strengthen and grow us spiritually. That's the whole point. That's the ultimate climax. When you are fully aware and you understand that it could be more painful. Depends on Who's in charge? Trust and submission. It's a different kind of pain management. It has nothing to do with the things of this world. The time has come for us to reconcile with the reality of suffering looking beyond the present and focusing on the benefits of aligning ourselves with the life of Jesus, his mission, his life. Jesus was not about power. He showed us. We just celebrated. He showed us. That enduring pain can be pleasurable. He wore a crown of thorns, not just one in our side, 
So once you experience S&M, surrendering and modifying, and you've gone through that experience and you've gone through the process and you see what it can do, I promise you, you'll want to do it again and again. And it's guaranteed to end in a catharsis. Get into it. No pain, no gain. For more information about me, if you like this episode or you have a comment, visit me, goingpublic.live. Email me at therealfirstlady at gmail.com. If you have something on your mind, let it off. Voice message me 24-7-1866-832-LADY. Please show a simple demonstration of love. Subscribe, like, follow, and share. You can trust me to be honest with you. And I promise if you listen to only half of what I tell you, I guarantee you'll be in first place. If you feel inclined to support this podcast, please see the link provided in the show's notes. Thank you for listening. Blessings.